Hey, this is Sophia from CNET here with the latest tech news. Six months into the COVID-19 crisis, the term herd immunity has been tossed around as one solution to the devastating virus ravaging countries all over the globe since December 2019. The term explains the situation in which a high percentage of people in a given community, a city, state, or entire country, is immune to a disease, either through vaccination or because those people have been exposed to the virus and their immune systems have built antibodies to protect them from it. People who touted as the best defense against SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19, are correct in their thinking. It's the best way to prevent contagious diseases from circulating throughout a population because it slows down or eliminates the spread of the virus from person to person. The problem with herd immunity and the novel coronavirus is that the world is nowhere close to having widespread resistance to COVID-19 and is still a long way from developing it. Even after six months of battling out this pandemic, experts estimate that from 60% to upwards of 90% of a population must have immunity to a disease for it to stop spreading. Even as of July 2020, as cases have topped over 15 million worldwide and 4 million in the U.S., herd immunity isn't anywhere close. For reference, the U.S. population is about 330 million. 90% of that is 297 million. One factor standing in the way of reaching that 90% is that large-scale coronavirus research has suggested that people who have recovered from the virus aren't retaining their antibodies, which could mean that herd immunity is farther away than anyone thinks. Let's explore what herd immunity looks like, what it means for COVID-19, and how the world can get there. Herd immunity is what slows and eventually stops outbreaks and epidemics. This occurs only when the pathogenetic organisms runs out of susceptible victims because of isolation, quarantine, or immunity of exposed persons. The purpose of vaccines is to expose people to something that induces immunity without making them very sick. Vaccines are either tiny doses of a pathogen, a dead microorganism, or one that is similar but weaker. Measles is probably the best example. It's easily preventable with a highly effective vaccination, most commonly known as the MMR, measles, mumps, and rubella shot. But in 2019, the U.S. saw the highest number of measles cases since 1992, and the majority of cases were among people who did not get vaccinated against measles. The 1,282 measles cases in 2019 still pales in comparison to the estimated 3 to 4 million yearly cases before the vaccine was introduced, proof that vaccines can eliminate diseases within a region. Only one disease, Varolia virus, better known as smallpox, has been completely eradicated. No cases of naturally occurring smallpox have happened since the Declaration of Eradication in 1980. And babies no longer need the vaccine for the virus because the global vaccination program was so successful. Vaccination development and approval requires careful analysis of the risk-to-benefit ratio. Vaccines can have adverse effects for some people too, and immunity wanes over time. So the importance of vaccination depends on a number of factors, including severity and prevalence of the disease, vaccine safety, and individual patient factors. Vaccines, though crucial for some diseases, are not the only way to prevent disease. Diseases are also prevented by hygiene, sanitation, vector control, or cure of the sick before disease can be transmitted. If there is no herd immunity, people will continue to contract and spread diseases, 
And unfortunately, people will continue to die from these diseases. The CDC defines herd immunity, or community immunity, as a situation in which a sufficient proportion of a population is immune to an infectious disease through vaccination or prior illness to make it spread from person to person unlikely. SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19, is a hauntingly relevant example. This virus is new to humans, so no one has immunity, naturally or by vaccination. Because no one has immunity and the virus is contagious, it spreads quickly and easily. There are two ways to reduce herd immunity against disease. Develop and administer a safe and effective vaccine, or wait for the disease to make it around through a population. A vaccination for the SARS-CoV-2 is in the works, but it could be, and will likely be, several months to more than a year until the vaccine becomes available to the public. Without a vaccine, shelter-in-place and social distancing orders, or the polarizing issue of mask mandates, are the only ways to slow the spread while we wait for a vaccine to be developed. The actual number of COVID-19 cases in the U.S. has just barely surpassed 1% of the population as of July 22, 2020. However, too many important factors remain unknown to simply allow the virus to continue its rampage without intervention. Scientists don't know if people can contract the SARS-CoV-2 virus more than once. No one knows if a positive coronavirus antibody test means you are immune from contracting or spreading the virus. Research on COVID-19 treatment is still ongoing, and there is no finite treatment. Much of the population is at risk for serious complications, which can lead to death. But even young, healthy people may develop complications that lead to fatality, which raises questions about the nature of the virus. It's impossible to know how many people have had the virus and didn't report their case, either because they were asymptomatic or didn't feel sick enough to get tested. We've also seen that striving for herd immunity doesn't work in practice. Sweden, one country that many people look to as an example because of its leniency during the pandemic, is telling other countries not to follow in its footsteps because the death toll is unnerving. Whether we will see herd immunity to SARS-CoV-2 in the future depends heavily on a number of factors, particularly whether we allow people to move around. As of July 2020, Coronavirus cases are soaring once again, after lockdown restrictions started easing up earlier in the summer. For more of the latest tech news, visit CNET.com.